It's time for the Sleep Tight Saturday Morning Ticket with Chris Dewar on WTAD. It's 30 minutes of scores, coaches' interviews, and a look at the weekend sports schedule. And now, here's Chris. And tip top of the morning, everybody, and welcome to the Sleep Tight Saturday Morning Ticket for January the 12th. And if you're wondering what the drive and commute is like out there this morning... On Snowpocalypse Day, I have the white knuckles to prove it's not great this morning. It is rough getting around, and it's only going to get worse as the day goes on with more snow coming in. But you know what? You're bundled at home, you're snowbound, and we're here to entertain you. And we're going to talk about the best in local sports today. We're going to talk about a Palmyra girls basketball team coming off a huge win last week over formerly undefeated Highland and playing some of the best ball of any team in our area right now with our head coach Chris Parsons in just a couple minutes and we're going to look ahead two weeks to the Quincy shootout with its organizer Eric Stratman one of the great basketball events of the entire winter bringing some of the best teams in the entire country to Blue Devil Gym including a a couple of really elite blue chip talents that you're going to have a chance to watch so we're going to set the stage for that as well but before we get to any of that I hold in my hand here the flimsiest sheet of Friday night scores I've ever seen in my life it was not great last night But we did actually have a little bit of basketball, a little bit of college wrestling. So I'm going to regale you with tales of that and my travels about the Tri-States last night to try to find it. Because the only basketball you could find last night was in southeast Iowa. We'll start there. Keokuk, Fort Madison, doubleheader. The boys game, really good, really eventful, and came down to the absolute wire last night with Jaden Fedler hitting two free throws with 1.1 second left on the clock to give Fort Madison a 49-48 to win at the Hound Dome. Fedler was a monster last night, and he was playing against near-seven-footer Alex Walter of Keokuk. Still scored 23 points on him last night to lead the way for his team. Walter had a double-double in a losing cause with 15 points and 11 rebounds. Isaiah Say added 12 points for the Chiefs last night. Also last night on the girls' side, the Keokuk girls did what they do. They played great defense and really limited Fort Madison to just 21 points and a 56-21 victory. Mackenzie Northup, the outstanding point guard from the Chiefs, with 24 points in that victory. Also, Central Lee played last night and took on Burlington Notre Dame at home. The girls win 56-36 to in that contest with Maya Mershman pouring in another 27 points as she continues to shine for Central Lee and the Hawks. We also had women's college basketball last night. A really eventful back-and-forth affair last night for Western Illinois on the road at North Dakota State. But in the end, the Leathernecks succumbed by 8, 68-60 in a game which I believe had 10 lead changes last night. Taylor Higginbotham leading the way for the Leathernecks with 21 points and 10 rebounds. Olivia Kaufman, the pride of Jacksonville, Illinois, 13 points, 9 rebounds, and 4 assists for her. And we also had college wrestling last night as Williams Baptist beats Hannibal LaGrange 29-21. to And that's it, people. That's all I have to give you in the way of scores. Now, looking ahead, depending upon what the weather does, and spoiler alert, it's not going to be very good, but we do still have a few events on the table for today and some events that have already been canceled. They had the Hancock County Tournament games, which were slated for tonight, including the championship game, the de facto championship game between West Hancock and Keokuk has already been scrubbed for today. They are going to give it a go at the Winchester Invitational this afternoon, 
supposedly starting at noon with the three games that were supposed to be played on Friday, leading into a championship game. That semifinal was set for 3 o'clock today between Pace and Seymour and uh, West Central, the host squad. I believe those would be the three and, excuse me, the two and the three seed. Uh, if they can't get that in today, I don't know what the plan was because they still haven't even figured out when they're going to do the championship game. I think they were looking forward to Monday or Wednesday, but we'll see how that all ferrets out as the day continues. Also still on the docket today, the Central Southeastern Lady Panther Classic, which is scheduled for tonight, the championship game. Supposed to be tonight at 7.30 between the host squad, Central Southeastern, and Quincy High School, who kind of backed into that after Illini West upset Lewiston and handed Lewiston the first loss of the season. By virtue of defensive point differential, uh, Coach Pazanin's team is supposed to play Central Southeastern in a really good showdown of future Quincy University teammates between Sarah Nelson and Lainey Lance. We'll see if that goes off tonight as well. Maybe later in the day is better. We've got our fingers crossed and hopeful that we'll have some kind of basketball to bring you tonight on Snover time at 10 o'clock or 10.30 as it were, but we'll see how that transpires as well. Okay, we're going to get right into it after the commercial here. Going to talk with Chris Parsons about his basketball team and also a little bit about the great work he's done with Palmyra Lady Panther Golf this past uh, fall as well. And that's coming up in two minutes. This is the Sleep Tight Saturday Morning Ticket on WTAD. Better bed, less money. Sleep Tight, 4535 Broadway in Quincy. Once again, here's Chris Dewar. And welcome back, everybody. And news breaking as we speak on my Twitter feed. Here's the news from the Winchester Invitational today. There are no games to be played today. The games that were originally scheduled for Friday will now be played at 5, 6.30, and 8. 8 o'clock will be that championship semifinal, as I mentioned, between Pace and Seymour and West Central, which is a fascinating game. And they still don't know when they're going to do a championship, but it'll be sometime, I assure you. They'll get that remedied at some point, so that's where we stand at this point with basketball today in Winchester. Don't have to get on the road. Don't have to make the trip. And we're now going to make the trip by way of radio waves and the telephone to our good friend Chris Parsons over at Palmyra, whose Lady Panther basketball team is playing fantastic right now. But before I get to that, Chris, I want to ask you, I want to take you back to the fall. You're the architect of a a girls' golf program that's basically in its infancy that made a huge leap this this past fall, uh, sending a couple of girls over to state. How gratifying has it been to see the growth of that program so quickly? Uh, it's been awesome because those uh, those freshmen that started the golf program here in Palmyra, you know, three years ago, have put in the time, put in the work to to get better. So to to see them come come that far in three years was was really exciting. You know, to get a district championship and then three of them to move on to to play in the state championship was was pretty exciting. And uh, you know, I I've always laughed and said my daughters be basketball players, but um, they didn't turn out or Two of them haven't turned out that way, but uh, one of them was a golfer and was out in the state courses this year. So that, that was pretty exciting as a father standpoint also. Yeah, golf is a lot easier on the body, I can assure you, than basketball or anything else. So maybe that's a really good choice. Maybe your daughter's pretty darn smart, my friend. Yeah, she might be. She definitely didn't get that from me, but uh, she might be. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk a little basketball. And I, I ran into Eric Orn earlier this season, just after he played you. One of the two teams that have handed you losses this season was Quincy Notre Dame. And he said, once Palmyra gets it together, they're going to be beastly. And, and you've done that. And I think you really had the red letter win at the Highland Tournament, beating an undefeated Highland team on their home court for the championship last weekend. What has that done for your girls' confidence in terms of really being able to see the big picture, Chris? 
Well, I'll, I'll kind of go back to the Q&D game. Uh, you know, that was the one that for three quarters we thought we, we did exactly what we wanted to do, which was play great defense, and we've been doing that. And then in the fourth quarter, you know, Coach, Coach Oren's girls uh, got hot, and we fell asleep on defense, gave up 26 points in one quarter. And after the game, I told the girls, you know, we, we are a defensive team that has a lot of weapons on the offensive side of it, and if we can just ever put those two things together on a nightly basis, we got some good things that are going to happen. And uh, I think you're kind of seeing that right now. And, uh, you know, the Highland game last week, we knew that, you know, Palmyra's had some obviously great basketball teams, and uh, we've, I won't say struggled the last few years, but we, we were not doing what we were used to the first couple of years I was here. And uh, we said if we could ever get that win to just maybe kind of put us over the hump, maybe this group would kind of see where we can go. And, you know, that was kind of one of them signature wins for us. Uh, we needed that, and Highland, you know, I've said it all along, is probably one of the maybe the best team in northeast Missouri. Um, they got a great squad over there. and But for us to get that, you know, we're, we're hoping that that kind of gets everything lined up and, and gets us going the rest of the season. I, I know there was some give and take, and it wasn't easy to get this team where it was, and there was some push and some pushback. But in the in the midst of that, Chris, you've got a real grit to this group that, that's formulated. Maybe, you know, button heads a little bit has gotten you there. And that's got to be gratifying as well, just to see these girls sort of embrace the style that I think you've been trying to push them to for a couple of years now. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and that's that's what everybody, as we play these teams, everybody keeps saying, wow, you know, you got one senior and this whole group's back another year, which for me is exciting. Um, but, yeah, this group is, you know, they're athletic. And as I said, there's there's weapons everywhere you look on the offensive side of it. But more importantly, you know, we've got to be physical. We are we are a big group. We're a fast group um, and talented all around. So just getting them to buy in and, and understand that there's really not a weakness on this team if they can just put it together on that nightly basis. The, the nice thing for you is is you have Audrey back and, and Miss Foey is now healthy, which is which is paramount to you because I think a lot of what you're able to do in the half court with your scoring ability, which you touched on, wasn't the strong suit of what you do, but a lot of what you do feeds organically through her because she is such a talent. What's that like having her back in the picture and, and being able to, to bank on her for you know ten to fifteen points a night? Oh, it's absolutely huge, um, you know, and. You, touched on it earlier what what's this group figuring out and uh that's one of the big things is audrey audrey is I, I will almost say dominating down low right now she's finally figured out that how physical she can be and and that does go back to being healthy and you know at the beginning of the season with that injury a little bit she it took her a while to get back in basketball shape and and now that she's able to kind of do what she wants down low it, it really is helping us turn the corner and uh, you know, one of the biggest things we've got going on this winning streak that we're on is we've figured out that we do have an inside-outside game. And, man, for, for Megan and Isabel outside um, to be able to put the ball inside for Audrey or, or Amy Bryan or whoever and then be able to move outside and get those shots, man, it's it's awesome to have that inside out. And like you said, it all starts with Audrey Foley inside. It, it does. And then you sort of have the, the Swiss Army knife in Bailey, who's kind of like, I guess, looking back at the old UNLV teams, kind of your version of Stacey Ogman. <laughs> that's that's a good way to look at it. Uh she is and she's really uh she's really figuring it out on the offensive side of the ball. You know, this summer was probably one of the most exciting times for me as a coach because Bailey looked at me one day and kinda finally realized that, you know, she was the defensive stopper. She was the girl I was gonna put on the other team's best player every night and and it was her job to shut them down and this summer she did that every single game as we went through and and she accepted that as her role, and coming into the season, she's done the exact same thing. 
but in the last four or five games, she's really figured out that she's able to take advantage of a lot of her defenders, whether it be moving her down to the block and, and being able to turn the score or whether it be able to take them out on the perimeter and then break them down and take them to the hoop. Or she's got a wonderful, you know, 12 to 14 foot jump shot outside. So, you know, kind of like you said, she, uh, she can put it all together and, and just really a great athlete all around. You kind of alluded to it earlier, Chris, the, the level of basketball in Northeast Missouri this year. And obviously you're now a huge part of that conversation. Monroe City is still viable. Highland, you saw Paris, who is a team that's a mystery to some folks, but really looks to be legit, legit right now in the start they've got with a, you know, a six, five center as well. How good just taking the temperature of Northeast Missouri girls basketball right now? How good is it? Uh, honestly, it's it's better than what I thought it was going to be this year. I thought, you know, going into it, I, you know, it may be kind of a down year. I knew there was two or three teams up here that weren't bad. But, you know, all in all, you look around and there there are some good quality teams, you know. And you mentioned that Paris team. And, and that was one going in that, you know, everybody everybody notices a 6'5 girl. And, yeah, she's big. But, man, I tell you, the least she's made in one year is, has been outstanding. And Hustle Moore running that show over there, you know, that's she's one of the probably one of the best players in northeast missouri and you know see her signing going to john wood it's going to be fun to watch her play but man she's she's been impressive the last four years last one for you you're you're sort of riding this wave right now and i don't think you've peaked by any stretch of the imagination i think you're on a really good trajectory but what's the next evolution for palmyra girl lady panther basketball as you try to make that step and and, and you know we're going to blink and it's going to be districts in a heartbeat (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely, and that's that's the thing over these next few weeks here is we're going to see team uh, team and team again. The same teams we're going to see all the way through the rest of the season. You know, you got uh, there's a chance of Monroe City and Highland uh, seeing them this week again, and then uh, in the conference play down the stretch, and then you got them again in districts. And um, you know, I, I hope you're right in the fact that we haven't peaked yet, maybe, but we're getting darn close, and this is the time you want to do that. But uh, by no means is this ride going to be easy. You know, it's um, you know, Coach Neiman at, at Highland and Coach Leonard at uh, Monroe and Coach Weaver at Clark, you know, we all see each other so much that it's going to come down to mind games and what we can get these girls to believe and what we can get them to do on a nightly basis. And uh, there's nothing going to be going to be easy. You know, it's all going to start this week with the Lanzini tournament. And, yeah, right now everything's going great, but uh, we all know in the, the sports minds that things can change in a heartbeat. So, you know, we're just praying everybody stays injury free and that, uh, we do, we do keep clicking and getting a little bit better. And, you know, as I keep telling people, it's going to be a, it's going to be a wild ride down the stretch because there's going to be some good basketball played. Well, we're going to look very much forward to that and always look forward to the Lanzini, one of the great basketball tournaments in the entire area, one of the red letter events of January. Chris Parsons, keep up the great work. Hats off to you and the girls. Hey, I appreciate it and thanks for having me. Absolutely. And when we come back, we're going to look ahead to the Quincy shootout in two weeks. Getting you ready for a full weekend of sports, it's the Saturday Morning Ticket, brought to you by Sleep Tight at 4535 Broadway in Quincy. Here's Chris. And welcome back to the Morning Ticket, everybody. Pleased to be joined by our good friend Eric Stratman, the organizer of the Quincy Shootout, now in its second season and coming up in just two weeks, starting on uh, January 25th and 26th with a wonderful slate of basketball yet again. Eric, I know you're in transit this morning, but obviously these are the final preparations, getting ready to bring everybody in, and hopefully the weather's a little better in two weeks than it is today. Interview. I'm sorry. Sorry, Chris. No worries. 
Are you, okay, what was that again? I'm I, sorry. I'm just saying I'm hoping the weather's a little better for you in two weeks than it is today. I hope so, too, because if not, this would be a problem for us. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Now, I, I know you had put together such a wonderful slate last year, and I know this is sort of one of the things that you love to do, and you started doing this when you were back coaching Quincy High Girls Basketball and put together a wonderful Thanksgiving tournament. What is it about kind of the nuts and bolts of, of putting these kind of puzzles together with, with national teams and teams from uh, uh, the region that, that you love to do so much, Eric? Um, I think the, for me it's just, you know, being able to put on an event and and showcase to the people of Quincy things maybe we haven't seen around here for quite quite some time. Um, you know, we we've had great basketball tradition here, but it's been a while since we've had that big time Division One player come come through the hallways of Quincy High School. So this is a great opportunity for us to bring those people in here and and see those those players, uh, you know, showcase their ability. You, you did that so wonderfully last year with Courtney Ramey coming in from Webster Groves with the uh, Weiss Camp kid who'd ended up at Iowa who had such a great duel with Chandler Bevins at Clark County. I mean, it, it's sort of one of those things where it, it is a basketball fan's paradise, and you're going to do that again this year with blue-chip talent. I know probably first and foremost off the top of my head, uh, Xavier Foster from uh, Oskaloosa this year, who's considered one of the very best power forwards in the entire country, plays for our old friend Ryan Parker, who used to be an assistant coach at Col- Stockton, he's really probably at the top of your marquee this year, isn't he? Yeah, he he is one of them, and a, another young man. He is definitely one of the big time players. I mean, he's a top twenty five junior in the country, um, and you know, as good as he is, he's got another uh, counterpart in Cole Henry, who's a six eleven quarterback for the football team as oh, well. Goodness, <laughs> but also is signed with Northern Iowa. Um, he plays at Oskaloosa as well, and he just had 42 points the other night. So, um, you know, they're they're coming in, and and it it would have been a great great matchup had Jeremiah Robinson Earl not left Bishop Meage uh, as who they're going to play. That would have been been great, but he's at IMG. So, um, yes, Xavier Foster is going to be big time uh, player, and another one is uh, um, a kid from Las Vegas named Julian Strother. Um, and he's another top 25 recruit in the country, got offers from everybody across the nation. That's fantastic. And again, I, I think it's it's easy for you to sell this program and to sell this shootout to, to folks from outside of here because of the great tradition of Quincy High School, because of Blue Devil Gym, because of the Blue Devil Ceremony. What's the response like, Eric, when you reach out to folks? Uh, for the most part, people are very receptive and interested. It It's, uh, it's a little different than a lot of than a lot of the other events that I do and that um, you really have got to sell it because these basketball programs anymore, when they come to these shootouts, that, I mean, it's big business for a lot of people. And, and we're not in it for the big business, but you get some of these teams, they travel every weekend all over the country, and they're expecting you to come up and pay their airfare, their hotels, their, their all their expenses. And in some cases, some coaches want a stipend for themselves, and we've not – We've not got into that, nor I think we ever will get into that point where we're going to pay some coach to bring his team here. But uh, through fundraising and things like that, we're able to get some uh, some good teams, and we're you know we've done that this year, and we're going to try to up the ante a little bit here in the third year to try and really get some of those teams. Um, and we've already got one in Modesto Christian out in your neck of the woods. 
Um, Northern who, California powerhouse. Yeah, they've already agreed to come, and their their head coach was a, a player for Brad Hoyt when he was at Culver Stockton. So, um, you know, we're, we're starting that process now. One of, the, one of the great things you've been able to do, Eric, is you've tied it in, and I think in the second year, even better to local. I mean, I think there was so much fun last year with that Clark County game with, with you know, our local guys getting to measure themselves against the best in the country, and, and you're bringing in some really good local talent this year, not just from Quincy High and Q&D, but you're bringing in Desi Jones from Hannibal. You're bringing in C.E. Tolton from Monroe City. Those are fun kids to kind of get on that stage and do that. I mean, that's kind of the fun of this for you, isn't it, as well, kind of rekindling things? and connecting the dots for folks? Yeah, it, it, this year has been more than anything. Um, you know, we had Jeremy Osborne in last year with Father Tolton as well, but this year we we really tried to tie in more local ties with Marcus Dillagard bringing uh, his team in from North Carolina and then having – and they're going to play against Desi Jones on Saturday morning. Which will be um, super fun, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then Monroe City being, we've always said that this shootout, that we thought it was important that we had Quincy High and Quincy Notre Dame in this shootout and also have one other area team that's got a very significant player or, or will be a very significant team. Um, we, there are a lot of sh- other shootouts. I know you get involved with other shootouts that primarily focus with local teams and, and we didn't want to have that. Um, but we didn't also want to ignore it either. From your standpoint, in terms of what this has become, I mean, I, I think you were so well-received in the first year. What's that do in terms of your, your expectation level for building this thing forward? Because I know that's the kind of thinker you are, Eric. You you start, and then you start to to build it like you've done with your, your all-star soccer game. You always are looking for that next evolution. What's the next evolution for the Quincy Shootout? Um, a lot of that will depend on, um, you know, how, how we can fundraise. I, a lot of people tell me that, you know, the third year is, is where you find out if you're going to sink or swim, um, with sponsorships and things like that. But, but for me, I think the one thing I would like to always see us be able to do is pull in four big time programs with big time players and really make this something smooth, something smooth and something easy for people who are basketball junkies um, or just like any kind of entertainment to come and say, you know, in our area, say, I want to be at that. Um, you know, when I look at something like, the, you know, the old 7-Up shootout or the KMOX, I, I, that's what I see in the future. Um, but, you know, sometimes I think, you know, Scott Douglas has to reel me back in just a little bit and say, now, wait a minute, we, we can't. We can't always do what what you think you want to do, but I'm always going to try and prove him wrong and see if we can we can pull it off. And, and I was remiss. I mean, obviously, tip of the cap to Scott Douglas and to Andy Douglas as well for for helping you out and and making this such a great event. I mean, I, I think they're invaluable, aren't they? Oh, they are. Um, you know, we we met the other day, and you know, Scott Scott takes on the tickets, and Scott takes on the the things that go on inside the gym. And I think there's a lot of misconception and people think, oh, this is just an Eric thing. Now, this is not an Eric thing. This is a Quincy High basketball thing. And Eric just does his part in helping get the teams here and help it, help it go. Um, but this is something we do as, as the, any monies we make from it. Well, and it is a fantastic thing. And, Eric, we appreciate your time.
Yeah, we appreciate your time. I know you're starting to lose your radio signal there a little bit, or your your phone signal there a little bit. So we'll let you continue your travels. Great stuff, and we'll be looking forward to a huge slate coming up in just two weeks. And that's it for the Saturday Morning Ticket. We'll see you right back here, hopefully on a less snow-filled Saturday next weekend. Time has run out. You're invited to join us again next week for another edition of the Saturday Morning Ticket, brought to you by Sleep Tight at 4535 Broadway in Quincy.